It's Tuesday, January 13, 2015. Who does this new Republican Congress work for? Foreign oil companies or the American people? Keystone XL Pipeline clears Nebraska court hurdle, now moves on to the U.S. Senate. A new study published in the journal Nature argues that most of the remaining fossil fuel reserves on our planet will need to be left in the ground if we want to have any chance at preventing catastrophic climate change. Researchers warn Canada's tar sands and Arctic oil must remain in the ground. We're hoping that this will be a temporary short-term drop. Fracking country braces for oil bust. Plus... We're well underway to our final goal, which is to become fossil-free by 2050. Denmark breaks the world record for wind energy generation. All of that wind generation and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Lawmakers have hinted they may revisit some of the requirements because businesses have said the regulations are too expensive and over-regulating. That's odd. Normally businesses find regulations too cheap and not restrictive enough. Get to work, lawmakers. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I know you got a lot to get to today, but before you do, I wanted to welcome aboard Green News Report's newest affiliate partner, the Nowman Radio Show with Dan Nicewander on killradio.org. Hey, Dan, welcome aboard. Yeah, welcome, Dan. Glad to have you. Okay, now what do you, Desi, have for us today? Well, first, due to a quirk in state law, a new ruling by the Nebraska State Supreme Court has effectively upheld a new route for the controversial Keystone X pipeline from Canada. This is a weird quirk. In Nebraska, at the Supreme Court, apparently, minority rules. Four out of the seven Supreme Court justices found the approval process for the Keystone to be unconstitutional, but due to that quirk you're talking about, it requires five. So even though a majority found it unconstitutional, the pipeline approval process is approved. The decision clears the way for the federal regulatory process to resume and for President Obama to make a final decision. But Republicans in the Senate aren't waiting for that. Introducing new legislation in their new Republican-controlled Senate to bypass the regulatory process and force construction of the controversial pipeline. U.S. Senator Bernie Sanders, independent of Vermont, excoriated the legislation. We have got to cut carbon emissions rather than give a green light for the exploration and the production of some of the dirtiest oil on this planet. So far, Republicans in Congress do not have the 67 Senate votes needed to overcome a threatened presidential veto. But they do have about 10 Democrats and one independent who are willing to go ahead with this, even though U.S. doesn't really stand to gain. This is just a lobbyist boondoggle. It's amazing to me. Yep. Meanwhile, a new study finds the tar sands of Canada that would be transported via the pipeline must stay in the ground. And so must all of the oil and gas reserves in the Arctic if the world is to have even a 50-50 chance of avoiding catastrophic global warming. The study in the journal Nature is the first ever to specifically identify exactly which fossil fuel reserves must remain in the ground and where, and that has profound geopolitical and economic implications. Oh, I'm sure the oil industry and their backers in Congress are now deciding to leave all that oil in the ground after all, based on this new study. Am I right? Yeah, not so much. 
Oil prices continue to slide and may be headed as low as $40 a barrel, and that leaves states and towns that rely on the oil industry for revenue to brace for the bust part of the boom and bust cycle as oil and gas companies begin pulling back as oil drilling becomes unprofitable. On NPR, Oklahoma Governor Mary Fallon hopes it's only temporary. We're hoping that this will be a temporary short-term drop in the price of barrel oil, but that's hard to predict. So we're being cautiously optimistic and planning that there, there might be a potential slump in the economy. I love these Republican politicians who complain about the price of oil until it actually goes down, and now they're all worried that the price of oil is too low. Going in the opposite direction is Denmark. Thanks to decades of steady investment, Denmark has broken the world record for wind power generation in 2014, generating 40% of its overall electricity from wind power alone. Denmark's climate minister, Rasmus Peterson, at a recent UN climate event, said it's essential to meeting Denmark's goal of being free of all fossil fuels by 2050. It's not easy to transform form a complex society. It's not easy to find a way in the wilderness. Denmark can arrive at the fossil-free destination by many means and from many directions. And we can do it without jeopardizing the economy. And they're going to do this by 2050 and get rid of all fossil fuels? Yep, they are well on their way. Why can't we do that? Because we're mired in oil money politics? Oh yeah, there's that. For much more on all of our stories today and the ones we couldn't get to, Check out our website, please, at greennews.bradblog.com. Remember, you can download our reports anytime via iTunes. Find us and follow us on the Facebook and the Twitters at Green News Report. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Yes, some mighty winds are blowing across the land and across the sea. It's blowing peace and freedom. It's blowing you and me.